Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! are back we're staring at a picture of hannah b's confused face to feel inspired we like to start all of our episodes off on the right visual <laughs> um in this episode week four season 23 right <laughs> <laughs> of colton season something like that yeah the gals are heading to singapore this is early for travel that far. I had to ask. They what, usually, maybe with this group, they travel maybe within the U.S. first. Yeah, maybe like someplace in Iowa or Wisconsin's been one. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. A little Winston-Salem maybe. Yeah. What's that? That's in North Carolina. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> is that actually where they went? I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, are you talking about Hilton I was very specifically referring to Rachel's season when they went to Hilton Head. Hilton Head. That's North Carolina, I believe. Yeah. 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 Or South Carolina. Um, I don't remember. Uh, but this week they're in Singapore and I just watched Crazy Rich Asians on a plane. Same. Where they, were you going? I was going to. Wait, where was I just? I, just, I don't know. I watched it when I went to Virginia, so I don't know where you were. Oh, I was flying back from St. Louis. Oh, back okay. to, Back into LA. Yeah, Southwest. Shout out to Southwest. They've got it free in-flight entertainment. Yes. And Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> was among the free. It was so good. The free movie. And Singapore looks dope. It really does. And I feel like they went to every single spot <laughs> that's featured in that movie. It's almost like they used it as like their own location scouting. Maybe they did. I mean, it been easy. The, everything looks so cool. Like in the trees when they're having the dinner, that's where they have like this big confrontation at the end. Mm. I'm not going to spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's in, too good. In the beginning, that night market is the first mm, stop. The first stop in Singapore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, good times. Um, all right. But before we get into it, we have two things to talk about. Okay. One, Chris Harrison has a girlfriend. Yes, and she's an Entertainment Tonight correspondent who specifically covers The Bachelor. So they must have... Met through work. Met through work. How old is she? She's 37. How old is he? 47. Okay, that's I, fine, I guess. Yeah, no, that feels really appropriate to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good for them. They look really happy. She's also very pretty, and she's funny, and she likes what he does. She's really pretty. Um, cool. I don't really have any hot takes. Happy for them. Hope that it lasts. <laughs> I think, I mean, clearly they have one really big thing in common. It's going to be awkward if Chris ever gets, um, the boot replaced by Nick Vial and then she's, which we all know is happening. <laughs> well, in Sarah's fantasy, it's happening. I don't know if it's actually happening. IRL. Um, Unfortunately, one couple has not lasted, but you guys know about Caitlin Bristow and Sean Booth, which is the second topic that we need to talk about. Sean was on Ashley and Ben's podcast and talked very openly about the breakup. Yeah. So the timeline is they really ended things in like September. Mm -hmm. He moved out and up until about November, they were still talking. He was bringing the dog over so she could see Tucker. It was kind of one of these things. He, it, well, he said that he thought maybe they'd work it out. Mm -hmm. And then in November, he found out that she had started seating Jason and he was incredibly crushed. Yeah. I think something Ashley I said is probably true. It sounds like Caitlin was maybe mourning the end of their breakup in the or the start of their breakup in the summer. Whereas Sean kind of mourned it right when it happened. I feel like that is typical of um heterosexual relationships. Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like right. Women kind of mourn it while it's happening and then men afterwards. Because like Caitlin's friend and manager has said she's like, you know, since Caitlin's been talking about Jason, she 
this friend was like, I mean, literally four months ago, I was like picking you up off the floor because you like couldn't get out of bed. Like you were so upset. So it's not like they broke up and she was like, sweet boy time. Like it was clearly affected both of them. He's just he's really hurt by the new public relationship. Well, I'm I, I ship it. In the sense that I like both Caitlyn and Jason. And they right. both seem like they're two people that have a lot of fun together. But I do question why they feel the need to be so outwardly public about it. I mean, it's almost more public. so than when Caitlyn and John were together. It's very public. And I think part of it comes with maybe just being new and excited. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, you kind of got to think about that stuff. I know, but when you're new and excited about somebody, I feel like you're doing a lot to protect the relationship a little bit more. My college um, relationship, when we started dating, and, like, I got dumped by my high school boyfriend. Like, Mm -hmm. he ended things. And I remember being so scared, like, I waited so long to post a photo with me and a guy because I was, like, so afraid of hurting (laughs) his feelings. And he broke up with me. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. I I recently experienced <laughs> this exact thing. Yeah. And it is so brutal. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It it's is so isn't tough. it crazy? <laughs> and I think that some of it is super elevated because it is Instagram and we all know that Instagram looks better than real life. But yeah. it's it's God. Why is it so? Why is that so? Even if you know that it's happening, it's like why is it so hard? I don't know. And like, and every party should be entitled to like move on and live their life. Which which uh, Sean touched on. He's like, I have no say in her relationship, and yeah, he actually said that's the hardest part. Yeah. He was like, I'm so hurt, and I just want her to not post photos. But it's like, I, who am I to tell her that? Yeah, I know. I mean, I think it just comes. It's one of those things like I think Sean would do well. I don't I can't remember if they touched on this in the in the podcast. He needs to block her on social media, not just so he doesn't look not only so she can't see him, but so she he's not tempted to look at her. I, I mean, think the problem is I her. don't know that he said he blocked her, but I don't think that he's following her because it sounds like he fi- found it out by going to the discover page. Oh, God, this is so <laughs> rough, bad. rough. I can't even because when you so scroll bad. through discover, it's like, oh, that kind of looks like wait a second <laughs> i know it's like is that me yeah. no well i would imagine because so much of the, so many people in his network are all bachelor nation exactly. like crazy people so it's gotta be everywhere and it it probably really is a bummer because he needs his instagram page active in order to promote his business yeah which he said he he said that he was like i have to be on instagram for my business but he's like i've quickly learned to not check the discover page yes um well, wishing them love and light, but I do think it's a little too, their relationship is a little too in your face for me for being so new. Yeah. I mean, I like Caitlin and Sean both a lot. I think most people do. So I think it's been like sad for Bachelor Nation fans. I felt really sad because for a while I, 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 I don't know that I'd say I judge Sean, but I assumed Sean didn't make an effort and mm. now I feel differently. Well, he's clearly very emotional about the breakup. And if anyone hasn't gone and listened to it, listen to Ben and Ashley Eyes' almost famous podcast. And uh, and you can hear the hurt in his voice. I mean, he literally can't get through a sentence. There were three times where Ben was like, let's take a break. <laughs> and I was like, Good, ben, ben, you're so obvious. <laughs> well, Love that boy. I He was clearly... I you needed both Ben and Ashley because Ashley was kind of driving the conversation and coaxing answers out of Sean, but Ben, ben was, was just like, "It's okay, yeah. you're my friend." Ben was very much providing the empathy <laughs> in that, whereas like Ashley's like, so like, <laughs> she was like, "All right, can you just tell us when did it end? Yeah, can you just like give us a timeline or whatever? What's your?" She's what's like, your "Who deal? ended it? Was it you? Was it her?" I just really liked to hear a recording of the conversation, if possible. <laughs> Yeah, she's a little more hardline. So he he was in need of both. Yeah, because we did get a lot of answers. Yeah, I've been curious. Have you seen if Caitlyn's responded at all? No, but he's mentioned that Caitlyn. So Caitlyn just posted a podcast today with Cassidy Pope, which I look forward to listening to. She's a country girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna. I'm curious to see if she said anything. Sean mm-hmm. said that Caitlyn had mentioned in her podcast a few weeks ago that now he's hanging out with some girl from the gym, and he's like, "That's just not freaking true." Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's just messy. I mean, it's just a, it's a breakup and it's tough and it's unfortunate that it's happening so publicly and they, you know, Caitlin kind of treats her following as her friends and she's very open. Yeah. Which is nice because like people can relate to her because she's vulnerable. They but do. It's tough when it's at, your- at someone's expense. Yeah. But you do. I mean, she shows you she'll go from like happiest person to really down in the dumps. I mean, like within one Instagram story. <laughs> Check out her moods. Yeah. So I just I think that it's clear that they're both hurting and and Caitlin's found a guy that really dicks her and that's cool. But yeah, it's hard because now it's But why feel the need to show it off so much? I'm just it's gotta be it's a it's a little suspicious. Even though I I don't wanna I don't wanna feel this way. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. All right. Shall we do this? We shall. So Chris Harrison starts off the episode by doing the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Do you think it life. was stupid or do you think it was a move to stir drama? Yeah, that's clearly what it was. Okay. He calls he calls Hannah Kalen. And yes, I 100% it's obvious it was to stir drama. And I was like, that was so effing dumb. Like it, it wasn't was even. Mean. It was so mean. <laughs> Nothing about it was like funny. Nothing about it made me go, oh, I was just like, are you kidding me? So you'll really just do anything they'll tell you to do. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a tough one. Or you know what? I just thought of this. I bet the producers were like, don't do that. That's so dumb. And he's like, no, I'm going to do it. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> you were so anti-Harrison. <laughs> All of your takes are just like, he's clearly coming from a place of evil. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there was like any sort of clever twist to it, I might have been on board. Uh, but you just see like Hannah gritting through her smile like, well, my name is Hannah. And then it like sparked her to make this uncomfortable speech in front of everybody. It was about like how things should have never been said about her. It, it was the worst opening scene to an episode of The Bachelor I've ever watched. Like <laughs> so, I and I'm thank God. But I, like at first I was like, wow, this episode's going to be terrible. And it wasn't. It was a great episode. Yeah. But. I was really like in the first two minutes, I was like, what are we in store for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, luckily they counteracted by announcing that they were going to go to the coolest place on earth. Yeah. And then my speakers broke because like literally those were the loudest screams I'd ever heard. Yeah. I think (laughs) at one point Hannah B said, what am I going to wear in Singapore? And the look that she chose to commit to was Britney Spears circa 2003. Yeah, that's fine. I support that. No, of course. I mean, what are you not going to dress like Britney Spears when you go to Singapore? I don't. You're you're right. Okay. What do you think about Taysha? What do you think about her as an individual? What do you think about her with Colton? Um. Very delightful, super nice, divorced. I do think she's divorced. <laughs> That's my opinion of her. My opinion of her is divorced woman. Um, I don't know. I think she's she's nice. I I, I don't I know that's like sort of a cop out thing to say about a person, but I don't I, I there there wasn't really a ton to that date no. for me. No, they made out a lot. It seems like it would have been a fun date. Okay. Okay, so I asked you this earlier. So would you go bungee jumping? Yes. I don't think I could. Like, I think if I was on the show and I got cast, I'd be like, listen, I'm not. Like, I'm not going on dates that involve bungee jumping, hot air balloons. Like, I'm just not well, then doing you can't, it. Well, then you can't specify that in your in your questionnaire because they very specifically will find what you hate and then... Uh, exploit that but and make I, it do like it on what TV. if I just literally did it like what if I was just like no I'm not jumping I mean you'd be a lame ass contestant I don't know <laughs> what to tell you would it be lame no it, I mean it would be I would be I would be like oh girl you're empowered in your choice <laughs> but I mean I'm pretty sure that producers are really good at talking people into doing things I also just I'm coming at it from a place of I well I made a goal for myself this year that every time I said in my head like if an opportunity to do something that came up um I said in my head at some point that I was too scared to do it that means I would have to do it because my new year's resolution is to not be ruled by fear so for instance I went to Disneyland this weekend and I was really scared to go on the new guardians of the galaxy ride and then um the minute I said it out loud I was like oh fuck I have to go on the ride (laughs) Um, why did I admit that to myself (laughs) Why did I say that you in my own head? You texted it to me. I know I texted it to you. And I think it's when I saw it like in 
<laughs> and then you didn't action. write me back for the rest of the day. I'm like, well, I guess she was fine. <laughs> but like, but I totally related to her in that moment because she was like, overcoming a fear feels so good. And that is like a much more higher it's stakes. True. Very. So if I can't, Im- after, after I felt like sort of good after going on a ride that was scary, I can't imagine the adrenaline rush that comes from doing something that's as scary as bungee jumping. Even though they were tied together with someone's homemade, n- I home know. knitted scarf. I was, what was on their feet? How did that like, hold them in? It truly looked like, um, like exercise bands that you would wear on yeah. your wrists, but around their feet, it's <laughs> like maybe like duct tape together <laughs> with like surrounding a towel. Um, also, I don't know if you caught Tasha's jump, but she did not. She had was, a tough jump. I think she blacked out. Well, she closed her eyes, but her body contorted in like the weirdest way. It was like a really scary jump to the point where I was like, did she break her neck? I loved when Colton went back up and he goes, oh no, not again. (laughs) (laughs) He screamed like Like, such a girl. It's so funny because you don't think about that. You're like, great, one scary job. But then it's like, wait, (laughs) no, there's more. (laughs) What did you think about Tasha for Colin? Not for Colton, but I think, yeah, all the same thing. She's nice. I mean, you can't say a bad thing about her. She's got a very good head on her shoulders. (laughs) What? How do you know? I don't know. She dealt with her breakup very calmly. Yeah, she's a very poised woman. I think and that she's very pretty. I brought this up and we'll talk a little bit more about it, it, it later too. But um, I think Colton did a, a lot of women revealed a lot of things this week. And I think he did a really good job of handling all I of know. that. But like it almost makes me think did like Colton put on his rap. She like must have tragic backstory because. <laughs> All of the women do. Yeah, and then and the one that he don't sent one home for not punished one. for it. Yeah. I mean, he was able to relate to her in a way like his parents were divorced and he just supports people doing what makes them happy and what's right for them, which actually was something kind of I felt like I needed to hear. Not that I'm going through any sort of divorce or anything, divorce. <laughs> but something I as I prepare to get married mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually we're starting like pre-marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like thinking about my relationship, thinking about my fears, my goals, things like that. Something that has always terrified me for no reason is divorce. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I can't watch it on television. Like I do, but I weep when I see it on TV, even if it's like not real. Like. I just have a hard time with it. I think that there's something and like it like no one my parents like our parents are happily married. No one no friends of like super close friends of mine like growing up like none of their parents were divorced. I don't know. I just like it's maybe like, that's why you're so afraid of maybe it. Maybe that's why I'm afraid because it hasn't been like normalized to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't it, it just like it may it makes me feel so sad it's like uh, in Enchanted when she first finds out what divorce is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's... Starts forever, crying in the law. <laughs> I don't Love know if it. there's something... I mean, it, you know, like you chose this life. I don't I don't know what it is, but it, it hurts. And then when I hear, heard him just be like, you know what? Like, sometimes it doesn't work out. And sometimes, like, you divorce is two people making a choice that's like good for them mm-hmm. I'm like that's how that should be looked yeah. at well especially when people get married so young who yeah. you are changes so much throughout your 20s so a choice that you like actively feel like is right for you when you're 24 or 25 wherever you are when you get married can be something can be totally different yeah you know by the time you hit your late 20s I mean, yeah just, just life changes and I mean, I, I feel happy for her that she doesn't have the baggage. I don't 100%. want to call it baggage, but um, the complication yeah. of children, because I know that makes it, it makes it hard, even more devastating for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, it's just about moving forward into a direction that's right for you. And I think that Colton was right. Can you believe um, about Truthfully, no. <laughs> once you go through something like that, you're so you're better primed for what you need and want, want out so of a relationship. True. It's so true. And, and you're not necessarily willing to compromise on those things. 
yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because once you're locked into something so committed, you realize how much. Like Lauren Bushnell, too. Like her and Ben were. <laughs> I had a really profound thought. And you're like, hold on. I have to interrupt this with another Lauren Bushnell thought. <laughs> but her and Ben were together. She thought that this was something she wanted. She realized not. She got into a relationship very quickly after. And then when he wasn't providing those things that she realized she needed, she was like, no, fuck you. Bye. She didn't say fuck you. That's she not, probably did. Not the transcript of their breakup. How do you know? Because I was there. Um, All right. When were you pre <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I forgot By the way, it's just Alex and I today. No guests. Uh, <laughs> and introducing our guests. Um, ourselves. Um, I, uh, I, I don't remember what my profound thought was, but it's, it was good. It was good. Let's just all trust. Also, his her ex's name is Joshua Borelli. Mm. So if anyone wants to stalk him on social media, he's quite cute. Yeah, he's cute. And she's I mean, she's beautiful. What do you think is scarier? Bungee jumping or the Ferris wheel that they went on after? Bungee jumping. Really? The Ferris wheel, the worst thing that would happen is they get stuck. Oh, but that's the worst to me. I would have a panic attack for sure. But bungee jumping, the worst thing that would happen is your head and skull crack. <laughs> but the, you don't feel that shit. <laughs> but you die. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that they were going to die. And also, unless Tasha were to break her neck from that weird way that she fell. But like they're, they literally bungee jumped over water. It was fine. They were totally fine. No, there was nothing about that that was fine. Okay, shall we move on to the group date? Yeah, leeches. Okay. Um, I, I'm just over at this point in the game over Hannah B and Kaylin's. Yeah, we're done with their fight. All the like cheeky remarks about Kaylin being a leech and Kaylin being like, Hannah B is mad that I got that. It's just like everyone's clearly annoyed. I know. I was having fun with the storyline for quite some time. And now the girls are feeling exasperated by it. I'm feeling exasperated by it. And so we have to just move on to Courtney. And so that me. Okay. Okay. Did you have a profound thought? No, I was going to ask a question. Go for it. So what did you think about their makeup? Let's get to it later. Okay. If you only care about that, fast forward. (laughs) We have nothing interesting to say in between. All right. I effing can't stand Courtney. I've said it from night one. I've said it every single week. Yes, that's true. That's true. I don't like this girl. While I think the words Demi used were harsh, re-cancer, I agree with everything Demi said. I don't know. Dr. Demi cutting the cancer out was a pretty good line. (laughs) She is so right. Like this girl is just so negative. She's complaining. She's like crying as Colton's not talking to her. And all of them are like, go. And she doesn't. She just talked to Demi instead of Colton. Yeah, I know. She just like, she, le- I, she, she wants to be miserable because she knows that she's tried. probably not right for Colton. So she just wants to sit in her misery the entire time. Trust me, I've tried. And like, I've the- tried. <laughs> How old are you? That was the most condescending thing. They're the same age. That I had ever seen. It. I was getting some flashbacks to Corinne and Taylor, who are also the same age. And when Corinne was, or uh, when Taylor was talking down to Corinne. And it's interesting because in this instance, I feel like Taylor was objectively the smarter person, but Corinne was in the right. Whereas this one... I feel like Demi is the smart one and she's in the right and she's in the right. So I like the things that I wanted Corinne to say to Taylor in that moment. I felt like what Demi was saying to Courtney where it was just like, you're being really condescending. I, yes, I was there to pump you up and yes, I was being there for you, but that's not, I'm not going to let your insecurities take away from why I'm here, uh, which is, Colton so if I'm going to stop by and say hi to him and thank him for the conversation that I had I'm going to go do it dude Courtney is I I can't he has no more than this fruit (laughs) she's so in her head all of her comments she gets really quiet (laughs) and then she's like I am a very loving (laughs) 
positive person. I'm like, you're the most negative person I've ever witnessed on television. <laughs> when she asked her how old she was and Demi was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> I love Demi. She's great. I thought that was a little ironic for her to get upset about the age comment, though, for somebody. The one thing I, I mean, you keep saying that you agree. I can't remember if you've said it on air yet, but you've said it pretty much all day to me that everything that Demi says is right. <laughs> I, yes, uh, I do believe Tracy is an old troll. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, um, <laughs> uh, I think I, I. it was interesting for a woman who's age shamed everybody <laughs> on the show for that to be the comment that really got her riled up. So what do you think about her going to Colton? And what? And, and t- 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 telling her that Courtney scans her the house. I mean, at that point, Courtney was going to call her out. So why not get ahead of it? Like, I think Demi, whereas like she says stuff like, I know that Colton's into me. I know he's he's super into this or whatever. I think Demi's more aware than what her comes out of her mouth. I think she's like, she knows that what she knows is she's got a spot on paradise. Exactly. And she knows how to get there. And that's great. And it's. And it's probably not her and Colton in the end, but why not make a splash while she's here? And 100. A girl's being mean to her. Who's really mean? Courtney's <laughs> really mean to her. Courtney's so mean. Tough. <laughs> it was- oh, my God. Um, so, Colton, what happened is I was telling Demi I was upset. And the second those words left my mouth, she went and talked to you again. <laughs> Yeah, I can't stand her. And then she used the whole right reasons thing, which is so five seasons ago. You know, it's so nobody's there for the right reasons anymore. You know, it's so fun. What? Usually the first person to go to the bachelor saying like, hey, watch out for this girl goes home. Yeah. In this case, Courtney went home, even though Demi was the first one to go to the bachelor. Uh. Well, no, I mean, technically the first person to go to The Bachelor was Hannah B. And she- no, I'm talking about this scenario. Oh, within this. OK, because one person's already gone home. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, any other highlights from this day? Mm. I have written down Courtney is such a whiny bitch. Oh, Demi told Colton that her mom was in prison. Yeah. And then they kiss and her upper lip was so sweaty. Yeah. I really liked her lipstick color, though. Oh, he Col- also makes up with Hannah B. Oh, okay. I really want to talk about this conversation. Okay, okay, okay. So Hannah B goes up to him and she's like, hey, I just, I know last week was really awkward. There were a few times when she tried to, <laughs> tried to talk to them while they were all shopping on the streets of Singapore. And he was like, I can't talk to you. He I need to buy this fedora. <laughs> didn't listen to her. Nope. His hat was more And important. then she ate a fish eye and he was like, oh, Hannah, for me. <laughs> That's how she got him back. She was like, he was like, come on, Hannah. And she she won him back by eating a fish eye. Um, but uh, so in this conversation, Colton, uh, she she approaches him and she's just like, I feel weird because I feel like my character has been called into question. And if you don't trust me, then what do we have? I feel like I need to sort of back off here. Um, and he's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm really sorry that I was so hard on you. But the reason I was so hard on you was because I was so disappointed because I liked you so much. And now I feel like I finally have my Hannah back, which is the darkest sentence Mm. that has ever been uttered ever. Because, you know, that is the exact conversation that his own father has had with him when he's had a bad football game. (laughs) Right. Step one. And then step two, my Hannah Ew. Also, why? Because she ate fish eyes. <laughs> and what was like, what did you, what grounds did you have to stand on? You guys had truly the worst date I've ever seen. I love when Kaylin gets the group or the one on one date and Hannah's like, I know what goes on in those dates and I know that they're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm like, girlfriend, you need to get out more. <laughs> Go on some more dates. If Go- that's what you thought was fun. Get yourself a Bumble profile and start swiping. You are so beautiful. You will get a lot of matches. I promise you there are way more fun dates to be had. I'm looking forward to seeing Hannah exist in Bachelor Nation. Me too. You know who else I think is is a, a little like her? Um, Becca Tilly was, was incredibly awkward. 
on the show. Like very, not to the point where like she couldn't have a conversation or she was this like perfectionist beauty queen like Hannah, but she was like this awkward, gorgeous yeah. woman. Yeah. And she's done quite well for herself yes. in the community. In the community, yeah. I just think she's like, she's just better at being everyone's friend. She would be like a prom queen, but like the prom queen that got uh, voted because she was like the most consistent, (laughs) populated, like not because she was the prettiest. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, no, everybody likes her. She's confident. She's cool. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Hannah B's body. Also, I've done extensive Instagram stalking is so it's outrageous. It's amazing. But you know what I love about it, too, is it. How do I say this? Because I almost said it's not like she's like skinny. She is. She's obviously thin, but she's not this like she's fit. She's so fit. She looks like a woman. Yeah. You know, like she's got curves, but like her curves are muscle. I know. I was like, damn, girl. Good for you. I um have a very untraditional wedding dress. And when I saw, she posted a bunch of photos from this wedding dress shoot that she did this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, I need to go get a white ball gown. Like I was <laughs> like, I'm going to need to wear that to my wedding. Hannah B and me, that's exactly <laughs> what I look like in my head. Yeah. I was like, that's so crazy that that's what I could look like. <laughs> if I just got the right dress. Uh. Oh, Colton and Cassie also got <laughs> real cozy after uh, talking about how they were brother and sister in a past life. He's clearly obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And I think she, like, likes him. But he's, like, he likes her more than she likes him. Yeah. They did sort of, like, a sim- like when they were making out. It was, like, a very pillow talky kind of conversation when they were they were laughing about what the fortune teller said about them being brother and sister in a past life. And... She made a comment like, would your sister kiss you like that? And then he was just like, no, not that I would know. And then they both were in stitches with each other. (laughs) And I'm like, neither of this is funny. Listen, none of these people are funny. (laughs) Demi's funny. Demi's funny. Nobody else. And that's fine because Colton doesn't like humor. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't. He like, it reveals itself. He doesn't like. I don't think Colton likes to laugh. When mm-hmm. he's laughing, he looks uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't think he <laughs> likes to laugh. Yes, laughter and humor <laughs> is the real cancer of this season. I don't know. It's so. I've never seen someone that doesn't like to have, have funny people. He can't handle. He does much better with tragedy. Yes, I mean, you're so right. He's so much more comfortable living in tragedy. <laughs> Alex, wow, he does it. So he's so right. uncomfortable laughing. That's so. So that girl true. was like, "I just like to have fun." He's like, "Oh, not the life I want." <laughs> Sorry, I be- need someone that's gonna get in a terrible car accident with me. <laughs> I don't want. I don't wish of, that about. I don't want to think of any sad scenarios. <laughs> I- but you're on to something that Colton is way more comfortable being sad than he is being happy, which, wow, what a <laughs> life he's, this guy's got ahead of him. I, it's scary. Uh, do we want to segue into... Let's talk about this stuff. Okay. So, Kaylin, wow. Uh, she's had an outpouring of positive loving messages sent to her from what I've seen, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's so supportive. She talks about, and we had touched on this briefly last week, mm-hmm. um, but she really goes into the full story of her rape yes. in college, which is at VCU. And it is a harrowing, horrible story um, that involves a little bit of like, um, I don't want to say public shaming is not the right word. Well, there were like pictures were taken of her while she was blacked out. Yeah. And it wasn't just her. I mean, she had friends involved. They were all drugged. It was really, it was really upsetting. And I thought she was incredibly poised when she, she did such a good job telling the story. I mean, she, she started beginning to end and really just, you know, listed the facts and was like, this is what happened. And yeah, I think she's very brave and I think um, having had the platform to discuss it uh, in the Miss USA pageant 
um, probably primed her pretty well to have this conversation with Colton. But I also think it's a way more high stakes to have that conversation. Well, I think they're both, they're both high stakes for for different reasons, but it can feel even scarier in a different way when you're having a conversation with a person that you could potentially be intimate with because it is something that affects you long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I really appreciated her detail, not yeah. just like I was a victim of assault, but mm-hmm. like I think for it's I mean, the show is so watching, you know, mm-hmm. we've talked about this in the past of sometimes the bachelor doesn't know how to handle these touchy subjects, mm-hmm. but it's still good that they're being talked about. Mm-hmm. I thought that this was handled really well. They let her do how she needed to do it. She didn't have to tease it all season. She did it how she needed to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, And she spoke about like real things that happen to real people all yeah. the time. And Colton handled it well. And then Colton, talked about his relationship with Allie Raisman. Yeah, which was really interesting to me because, um, I mean, he didn't specifically call out Allie Raisman. No, no, but we just know. It's well documented that they did date and it's also well documented that she was a victim um, of sexual assault based on the, uh, I think it was the gymnastics team. It was, yeah, and it was a coach who, or excuse me, a doctor, yeah, and it was a, lot of women affected. Yeah. So this one was interesting because um, it was an interesting angle for him to open out up about because so much of his own virginity is tied to a narrative that's not necessarily that's his not story his. to tell. And, and I... It's not something that you can casually bring up at a cocktail party. In this moment, I... It was the first time I ever felt respect for Colton, yeah. I think, because, you know, it, and a lot of times, like, I think how this stuff goes is like you reveal something, someone else feels compelled to reveal mm-hmm. something. It's kind of this. And, and I think that that's like really normal and it can be a nice thing. I've been on the end of having to, like, tell a partner a difficult thing, nothing near what uh, nothing even related to Caitlin's mm-hmm. story. But and then, like, they felt compelled to tell something and I know it felt it made me feel better I think it made them feel better like mm-hmm. so it's kind of this moment so I'm not surprised that he talked about it and I'm glad that he didn't like call anyone out specifically even though you know they're public figures so we know but he basically said you know everyone asked me why I'm a virgin why I'm a virgin and he basically said the first person I was ready mm-hmm. wasn't ready for this reason yeah Ugh. I just think it's it's nice to see this stuff talked about because um whereas it's absolutely not normal it's undeniably common and I don't know I feel like the statistics are even way lower than how many people it actually affects I mean I really do think it's permeated most of our lives even if it's not directly certainly indirectly um so the more that it's talked about like I um the more we're able sort of I don't want to say move on certainly move on from it but also um figure out a dialogue to stop from continue continuing the cycle I'm sorry what were you saying no no you're absolutely right and I you know I read that Kaylin in an interview went in a little more in depth Mm -hmm. and she was like I didn't report it immediately Mm-hmm. None of us did because they were our friends. They were sure. people we knew and we were concerned how it would affect their lives. So to your point, I mean, she was brave enough to do it. And luckily she had two friends there to, you know, they all helped support each other to do this. Um, but think about how many people don't have that. And mm-hmm. because they knew them, don't don't report. Yeah, it was an incredibly brave, candid conversation that uh, was an experience to watch. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. And I don't necessarily feel like I'm an expert talking about it because no, I'm not no. coming I mean, from her point of view. The but. only opinion is that was brave. And I think that was really appreciated by a lot of people. Agreed. I mean, I certainly appreciated it. And I, and I really respect how Colton handled it. Oh, how do we even segue into well, <laughs> what happens next? I think be- I'd love to talk about the her and Hannah B. Okay, me too. I would like to talk about it too. And I would also like to retire using the word segue because I think I've used it <laughs> 700 times. That's fine. I'm, podcast in, I'm in support of retiring it. Okay. Can we officially put it to bed? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um. So with that, let's segue into this next conversation. <laughs> JK. <laughs> 
dare you? Um, I again really appreciated this moment. Me too. I don't even care if it was contrived. I could not believe that I was I was seeing two girls have a calm conversation, which I think just proves my point that I said last week. No one's in the wrong here. These were oh. two girls that had a falling out that had a tough competitive friendship uh-huh. and it was never going to work out. Uh-huh. And I love seeing, seeing how Hannah and Kaylin were so like maturely able to discuss this. You know, Hannah B is clearly like still upset and not maybe not over it, but like for them just to be like, Hey, we're not going to be best friends, but like we're going to move on and we're going to enjoy our time here. And then to see Demi and Courtney going at it, moments later was like an insane contrast it was a bit of a roller coaster but it is so crazy and I, I might have I might this might be contradicted in five seconds when we talk about Demi and Courtney going at it but it you can really get in your head about a, an argument with another person and if you have people around you that are gonna like amp you up like the Heather Ams of the world and be like yeah girl she's crazy like an argument can become so much bigger than it needs to be and when you actually are looking that person in the face and you're both coming from a place of vulnerability and not defensiveness like it is unbelievable how problems how easily problems can be solved it was such a good moment and I was like wow these I love these two girls <laughs> I know I'm on both of their sides. I love them. I'm so excited for their futures. Me too. Do you think either of them end up with Colton? Nah, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But I think both of them will end up with great people. I think Kaylin has bachelorette. Yeah, I think uh, momentum behind her. I think she certainly has it. I think she'd probably be good at it. And then, yeah, Hannah B, I want to I want to watch you date. I want to watch you have a bachelor baby. I can't wait for Hannah B to go to the iHeart Music Festival and like hang out with Blake. And no, like, no, not. I'm not saying Blake that they'll get a cool to, girl. I'm not saying that they'll get together, but I'm just saying like I just put it like she'll hang out with Blake. She'll hang out with Ben. Like she's gonna hang out with like all these people, and I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, get her she's, integrated into the community. She's as you gonna got be before. in the community for sure, <laughs> and I'm just excited for her. I'm excited for her too. I don't want her to be an Annalise. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Annalise. No. <laughs> I was thinking about her today. Mm. When when does a day go by where you don't? <laughs> um, a funny observation about Kaylin's date. She came back from her pretty woman shopping trip, uh, which truly it looked like the two of them were in stitches over it. They were both having a good time. She would come out in an outfit. They'd make out. She'd go back in and try another outfit. They were like out. cracking up. <laughs> Again, not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's tough. Uh, (laughs) But she had to go home at one point and and she was like showing all the girls all the things that Colton picked out for her. She's like, can you like believe Colton picked out these shoes? And then it cuts to in, in the moment with poor Cassie, who's like. It's just so hard to watch him on a date. And she's like, you can tell she's trying to recover from the moment. She's like, but I'm really happy for Kaylin. And she can't even get through the sentence without <gasps> stopping. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's so funny. She's like, I want to be a supportive woman, but I can't help it. I'm crazy. I'm so sad. <laughs> Which is honestly the appropriate response yeah, if you no, see a guy that you like. It was cute. And she's, she sent out some really great supportive messages of Kaylin um last night um I gotta talk about Hannah G yeah what a what a (laughs) sleeper minx so Hannah G is like hey I'm ready to open up (laughs) but she doesn't (laughs) what she does is she's just like I'm gonna open up by telling you I want to (laughs) but like it's coming but I can't promise it. It's coming in the next few weeks. <laughs> and then they just have a really hot makeout session on the bed. But what a way to buy your time, right? Because if you don't have a tragic backstory, people hang out on the which show a little bit longer. Which we know he needs. Which we know Listen, he needs. Listen, Colton, it's coming. <laughs> just you wait. It's going to blow but your mind. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but I will get there. In the meantime, would you like to dry hump on this bed? <laughs> Yes, thank you. Would like that very much. I look forward to your opening up. <laughs> and it they was laughed and so laughed. weird. Um, observation loved her manicure. 
love. What color loved. was it? It was like a very light blush, and just the nail mm. shape was really well done. God, I gotta not get my nails done. See, not something I typically notice, but I noticed that one. I've been noticing nails a lot lately, and it's because I pick up my nails, so I can never maintain a manicure. But I love the look of a very polished hand, and I need to need to get that under control. Um, something else I'd like to point out is Sydney literally wore a wedding dress. <laughs> It oh, like oh my god! It was white silky sweetheart top with a white tulle skirt. <laughs> well, good for her. Dress for the job you want. Am I right? <laughs> it was very ill fitting. It looked like one of those dresses that you buy off those sketchy sites on Instagram, oh. and it looks like it's going to be amazing. Then you get it, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> you're like, well, I have to wear this. I don't have anything else. Um, Sid seems like a cool girl though. Like her confidence. Like she's got like a cool girl confidence. Yeah, her hair is fine. I don't think they're gonna end up. She's got that like yeah, I could do a one night stand, whatever. <laughs> I'm like cool. I prefer it. Well, thank you know that confidence that you have in your early twenties. Thank God, both the cancer and the ghost of the house have left. <laughs> she both got the Demi's her enemies. She are got out. her walker and she just strolled on out of there <laughs> proudly. <laughs> Dig- dignified Dame Tracy um, I almost don't want to play into this bit anymore because it's so offensive I mean it's unbelievably offensive like it's the reason that I can't fully get there with Demi I gotta look at her Instagram who Tracy yeah I just gotta see her one last time also when Courtney and um, Demi were straight up going at it because Courtney's like, raise your hand if you think I'm a cancer in the house. Uh, and then Demi's like, me, I did it. I said it because usually girls play coy. And Demi's like, no, I said it. I don't like it. They just they go at it back and forth. The way that Demi ends the uh, the altercation is so boss. She just looks at Courtney, picks up her rose and looks away. I was like, damn, power move. You know what? There was one moment that I when um. When Kaylin asked to pull Hannah B aside, she took her rose with her. I was like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> I wonder if they have to have their roses with them. I mean, what, are they going to kick you off? <laughs> Kaylin, um, Oops, sorry, I left it. Like, my bad, can you get me another one? You have a thousand of these things. <laughs> I think it's like, I think you're absolutely right. I just don't want to acknowledge the reality right now <laughs> so in this scenario i'm imagining that they all sign a contract prior to everything being shot about fine. needing to keep the rose fine do you think tracy's kimono is the reason she got sent home that night no it was a red dress no tracy got sent home in a red dress oh yeah you're right she wore a kimono on the group on the group day <laughs> <laughs> first style oh, actually I she looked she looked banging in that red dress that she got sent home in i don't like her clothes her style is not mine but she does have a look i mean she has a vibe that she's definitely committed and locked into she's a very beautiful woman <laughs> i'm just kidding no of course she is i actually really like i'm staring at a lot of photos of her right now she has incredible eyes She's really pretty. And she has this really cute kind of like side smile that I'm very envious of. I think side smiles are very adorable. And I'm sure she's going to get a lot of hits from celebs. Oh, my God. She's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. So I was mentioning this to you earlier. I I avidly follow. Is avidly a word? Yeah. All right. Let's just go with it. Um. I follow Elise on uh, Instagram and she posts where she gets her outfits from the next day. And um, so many of her outfits were are from Goodwill. Yeah. Which is just so boss. But I guess when you look like Elise, it's awesome. you can wear whatever you the hell can wear you want. Anything. Um, Elise has made some interesting choices in the rose ceremony. I mean, her confidence just carries her through. She looks like a ballerina. Every time she car- she puts her hair up. Mm. she's like the only girl with her hair up well that's because she has a heart-shaped face or like it's like a very like the her face structure is so beautiful and so dainty and she knows exactly how to do her makeup but she doesn't need to rely on her gorgeous red hair to carry her through yeah uh i'm just so lucky that we're being represented well me too and although i'm a little afraid she's gonna walk off next week that's what mm. it seems like they're teasing 
Really? Well, oh yeah, because she's showing like her piss. Keeps showing her crying and saying that she made a big mistake. I mean, I hope that's not the case, but that's certainly what they looked like. Yeah, happening? actually, trailer for next week looks freaking awesome. I think it's going to be one of those weeks that I like get wine to watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Any other observation? No, I really dug this episode. I Great feel episode. proud to be a woman right now. Great episode. Proud of everybody. Not Courtney. She's the only one I'm not proud of. Courtney has some room to grow, but I, I, I just don't think that Courtney is probably what I would have acted like if I'm on the show. No, Alex, 100%. Well, if you're a sensitive person, like that is not, it's not a, an environment where you're necessarily going to thrive. You would have never behaved like her. Well, because I've watched the show and I know better <laughs> to not do any of the things that she said. <laughs> Like, come on. She, I, when she, yeah, that whole, like, uh, if this wasn't a TV show, she wouldn't be into you. Like, would you be Courtney? I don't know. Um, I like to think that I'd be Elise. Sure. No, of course. I like to think that I would be, but in reality, I'd probably be like, Anyanka. <laughs> probably. Just throwing up in a trash just can. Just like super. Actually, that is pretty on brand for you. To eat like food and travel. <laughs> it's not a bad. It's not a bad one to. I fall mean, it's into. not a bad look. She's not going to get picked, but she looks good. Yeah, I I do feel bad for Courtney. I just hope that she. I don't see. Well, I don't. I. I I'm just, not looking forward to her well, Bachelor I, Nation debut. Well, I just feel bad for her because we just watched somebody have like a who completely spiral out. Like the thing is that she didn't though. She Alex, I just she want to believe she's young and she has her, time. Her like quietly, trust me, I tried. She thinks that she is like the most mature, confident person in the room. Sure, she's actually somebody who's not self aware. Yes, at all. Yes. Which is why I don't believe in her or her future. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, we have all been 23 once and it's not a pretty age to exist in. I don't know. I was pretty at 23. <laughs> well, you were pretty aesthetically, but. <laughs> but what? What was wrong with me? Nothing. You were perfect. I take back everything <laughs> that I was going to say. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. We had a blast with y'all. <laughs> oh, y'all. Yeah, I really want to adopt Hannah B's accent. Oh, my God. I, I just keep playing in my head with the pageant stuff. You're one in a million homes on my side. Living the sunshine and on the dark side. And we'll leave you You're with Sarah taking us out with the song. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.